welcome to Who Does a Podcast. This is the show where we review, rank, and dig into the history behind every song on the Hamilton soundtrack. My name is Kyle, and I'm here with Joe. This episode, we are covering What Did I Miss, the 24th song in the musical, and the opening song of Act 2. Act 2. We are breaking that second half wall. Yes, we are. But once again, it is not just us tonight. The time we we're are breaking joined. the fourth wall. We are tra- <laughs> we're breaking the second wall. It is not just us because we are joined by another member of the company. It is Tommy. Tommy, how you doing? Hello, hello. I'm doing great. Happy to be here. Happy to be a part of a ranking. Happy happy to make your voice heard a part of the company. Of course. Definitely. I I would love to be nothing more than uh, the general who ran away. I forget. Jeez, now you're going to have me in a fit for the rest of the night. Why can't I think? Anyway. Benedict Arnold? No, no, that's the uh, betrayal guy. Yeah, we're talking uh, about uh, just someone who's talking shit, basically. Yeah. Whole. Right, <laughs> Joe, you look that up while I interview. Yeah, thank uh, Tommy. you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tommy, uh, how did you get to become a fan of Hamilton? Uh, when I first, well, I guess originally I was a fan of Lin Manuel Miranda. Nice. I really liked the idea of uh, Freestyle Love Supreme. I never got to like watch the original. Like uh, a series, I guess. Play you watch production the doc. Yeah, I, 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 I keep telling myself I will, but then I canceled Hulu. Anyways, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I really like the Millennium Miranda, and then I heard about Hamilton. There was all this hype years ago, uh, and the reemergence on Disney Plus kind of just made it super accessible. And I was like, this looks kind of cheesy. I like musicals, but like they oftentimes like step right over the line from like interesting to weird and like yeah. out of touch and yeah. Hamilton like didn't do that it did a, it was this perfect scene to scene section to section like every moment I was like oh this is this is still good like there are four hours of this and this is still really good <laughs> <laughs> close yeah, it's like 245 <laughs> I mean it's it, my brain thinks a lot like, yeah my brain is definitely thinking in, in like uh, Lord of the Rings like it's not like, like that kind of <laughs> I think he is. I mean, I think he's reading um, the two towers. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. So actually, Tommy, how did you how did you find our show? Uh, I uh, believe I saw you discussing it online, or maybe there was like some sort of promotion. Mm. But of course, uh, this was like right after I'd finished seeing it, and then there nice. was. Uh, a friend of mine, someone I know, creating a podcast for this thing. I have all this interest in all of a sudden. And so I'm like, yeah, oh, well, of course, I have to watch this. I have to be a part of this. I have to listen to the podcast. So, yeah. And then, of course, I had to bogart my way onto the show. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's how everybody gets on the show, honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you we badger us enough, <laughs> uh, secrets revealed. If you badger us enough, we'll let you on. Let's work for us to do. Um, Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, Charles Lee, way. Charles Lee is who we were all That's, thinking of. I was yeah. never gonna, I was never gonna remember, I was which is never sad. Gonna remember. Yeah, I'm, you know, look, 
<laughs> if it was 10 weeks ago, it would have been right on the top of my head. Top of mind. I haven't <laughs> thought of right guys there. since 10 Dual Commandments. Oh, um, man. Um, exactly. Why would we? Yeah. As soon as he yielded, I was like, who's the... I don't even know his name. Yeah, he's <laughs> done. Get out of here. He yielded, so whatever. You're out of here. <laughs> All right. Um... So here we are, second act. We t- it's kind of a time jump after the last song. Uh, what did I miss? And this is a big, big intro. So, Tommy, what are your general thoughts on this song? Without uh, revealing your rankings, please. Yes, no, no, I'll say that after Beth. Shout the Without revealing yes. my rankings, what are my thoughts? Uh, this felt like the most traditional musical number of the whole show. And, In a way, yeah. And for me, I understand, and I'm also... That's all I can offer it. I can offer understanding. <laughs> Those are my thoughts, I guess, without revealing my ranking too much. All right. Can't okay. wait for the ranking portion. Um, yeah, Joe. So we are, as Kyle alluded to, we are many moons away from uh, where we left off at nonstop. We are breaking into Act 2. And uh, as Tommy said, we are uh, we're essentially told by the performers to readjust our thinking going into this act and we are giving the most show toony of <laughs> most songs on this soundtrack uh, to essentially reorient and to introduce a completely new figure to this story being Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson's been in Paris, aka France. People just called France <laughs> Paris. It's very funny. They call it France a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, he was in France uh, being the uh, uh, Minister Ambassador 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 to France Obviously Um, Mm -hmm. The ambassador For the US And um, he's finished His work there uh, As he says Him and Lafayette Helped draft the declaration And then uh, He boogied Because now he has to Return home (laughs) And um, I'm going to leave it there And Kyle You can pick up Okay So what I love About this Is This is what I refer to As the villain Intro song for Thomas mm. Jefferson. And as Tommy said, this is very intentionally different than the rest of the musical because. But you said it because he said. No, I don't. <laughs> but I'm going to give our guest credit. Come on. Thank you. I like credit too. <laughs> this is because the, uh, Thomas Jefferson is a big. Um, I guess you could say villain, but a big antagonist for Hamilton in the second act. And this is a way of saying he's here to shake things up. Mm-hmm. Not everything's going to be great for Hamilton. And uh, he's just like, it's him gloating the whole time. It's him being braggadocious the whole song. It's like, this is the, this is the, you get everything you need to know about this character in this song. And it's, it's very good at setting up and, what he's going to be like for and, the rest of the show. Um, to that to that point it's a huge in the same way where Hamilton is that normal hip hop beat and mm-hmm. Aaron Burr is more of a another double time uh reggae upbeat time yeah. this is a complete contrast to everything we've gotten exactly. in the first act this is right. supposed to jar you and un- make you a bit uncomfortable as far as everything that's preceded it and it's very interesting that's put after an intermission because if you're the audience you've been gone for I don't know 15 minutes I don't really know how long intermission is on Disney is one minute but yeah Yeah. you're coming back you're like all right I I, I know what we're in for like I love the first half and here's another rap song and you're like what is going on with this (laughs) guy he's he's hopping around (laughs) he's got this purple jacket his hair 
Yeah, his hair jacket. was tied back. Is like, oh, we didn't even get into this. Yeah, that's it's Daveed right. Diggs again. Oh yeah, he's not Lafayette anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I have a note on the double casting. Um, this is a quote from Lynn. So it was conceived from the beginning that Lafayette and Jefferson would be the same same character. Uh, Lynn always said that it was because we had to meet these people fresh in the second act. So you want to hopefully have the audience have already fallen in love with the actor. So you don't have to build up a relationship with a new character. Mm. You don't have to spend as much time doing that. So he knew Uh he was going to be introducing new characters. So he had them being played by the same actors, some of the same actors. So along with Lafayette, we're getting the introduction to Madison, James Madison. Once again, big Oak, who was uh, Hercules Mulligan. So we're getting two new intros, but the big intro is definitely Jefferson. Yes. Um, okay. I think we've bounced around enough. Hold on before. Unless you have another note there. I have a little note. Uh, uh, something that, it is uh, very subtle, and they don't really get into it. They get into it uh, throughout Act Two in points, but um, a big thing with Thomas Jefferson is he—we know he had slaves. He, he had a proclivity of having slaves, um, and <laughs> and um, one of the things I noticed on first watch, and I didn't know. If this was addressing it, then I saw an interview where Lynn said, no, that is the point of it, was we never see he's not standing still, but he's always surrounded by people and he's being whisked around by like when he's on the big like, uh, yeah, the stairway, stairs thing, stairwell thing, stair yeah. car. <laughs> he's being wheeled around and everything. Those are essentially supposed to be his slaves doing everything for him. Wow. And he is okay. just a central figure and basically shouting commands and whatnot so that was yeah. a very subtle thing but i thought it was i caught on it i was like wait a second is that because they're like they're not lit up really they he's the only person lit up it's basically a spotlight on him and everybody <laughs> in the background is kind of like dimmed so that's a pretty yeah. cool technique with the lighting and the staging and everything yeah so, uh, visually it was very interesting to kind of see like uh uh like one character who literally is like personified but it, it kind of uh, brought to mind like a pop stars ensemble when they're performing mm. uh, like oh, okay. a huge hit and I was like oh that's like really interesting how this person is the name they have the recognition but like without this team of like a hundred dancers and band performers and all this <laughs> stuff behind them you know maybe we'd be less inclined to right. like them yeah it's less impressive <laughs> yeah. or hate them mm-hmm. exactly. no pop stars are divisive yeah no. divisive right. or divisive what do you say? Uh, <laughs> all right. Speaking of saying stuff, we're all going to say what our rankings are because it is time for the ranking reveal. Farzad. How do we measure? Where do we stand? At number one, two, three, four, five, six. Number seven. Does this bother you? So in 30th place. So what do you want to see the most? All right, everyone. Now with the rankings, the numbers we have. Okay, from hold on, lowest hold on, sorry, sorry. Okay, I was gonna say, remember, <laughs> lowest to highest. Yes, is forty-one, thirty-three, and four. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
boy. This is very interesting. This is a wah wah wee wah if I've ever heard one. A little topsy turvy here. So a 41 and 33. And then a four. Not too far apart. Um, But would. As is tradition, would 41 like to reveal themselves? Because it is not me. Uh, it, it is I, the guest. All right. <laughs> uh, I, I worked at 41. I was not a fan of this number. And and upon rewatching it, it is like well-performed. But for me, it just... The tonal shift is just too harsh for me for the mm-hmm. show. And I'm like, uh, what am I supposed to do with this? The only thing that, that redeems it is the performance. And the performances of everyone that isn't Thomas Jefferson, kind of, so... <laughs> really? Wow. But do you appreciate Diggs's take on this character? Oh, of course. I, I, I feel like uh, this is a very good... Um, I don't know how many people out there love anime and the the nerd mm. content, but you know this is very much a Vegeta being introduced as Goku's right. <laughs> like, oh, no, no. Like, I, I, I'm technically not an air quote bad guy, but I definitely don't agree with this person. I think they have... They they get way more than they deserve, <laughs> and I should have right. all of that stuff. And it's kind of what it sings to. So, like for me, from the from a character perspective, I very much enjoy the introduction of Thomas Jefferson. But like mm. the song itself, uh, uh, okay, I'll pick I'll pick up right from there. Yeah, the introduction <laughs> and the persona. Oh, well, why are you picking up from there? Because uh, like I am thirty three. The persona that is Thomas Jefferson is very fun, funny. But the song lacks the substance that uh, songs around it pretty much deliver on it. it. For me, this was probably one of the hardest songs so far to pick a line from because there's not many great lines. It's it's essentially just a summary dressed up as a show tune. And it's just telling you a bunch of information and there's really no song structure to it. We're just getting a bunch of, I mean, there's obviously a song structure, but we're just getting a bunch of details and facts and just being told something by this person that we already saw before. Something familiar about this guy, but um, (laughs) we're being presented a new character. So Kyle, can you tell us why you had it number four? (laughs) I had it number four. So, a little bit of background. This might be a personal bias. It definitely is. Because, well, personally, <laughs> I ranked it number four. So I went to Virginia Tech, a school in Virginia, uh, and their biggest rival is the University of Virginia UVA, founded by Thomas Jefferson. One Thomas Jefferson. So there is a lot of um, internal... Villainy. Uh, in in the Hokie Nation, a lot of hatred towards Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> uh, for many reasons. A lot of people oh, don't know. like him these days. I know. We're not alone. I know. But it's kind of like a fun thing that we do is just make fun of Thomas Jefferson all the time. So when I'm watching this play for the first time on Disney+, Plus, and I see Thomas Jefferson introduced as such an asshole, as such a bragging... <laughs> piece of crap who's just like f- like you said being whisked around by people he's barely yeah. doing any work he's just like oh I'm here and the, the whole the whole idea of what did I miss of just like oh you guys had a revolution cool uh, I'm back did I miss anything hello right. it's just that whole attitude is such a great villain character of like he's so stuck up he's so in his own head and only worried about what's going on with him 
And like after everyone's been through war, we've seen Hamilton and Lafayette dies or not Lafayette. No, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Lawrence dies. Yeah. Lawrence dies. Like people are dead because of this war. Uh, they just won their freedom. And all he cares about is what he was doing in France. Yeah. After afterwards. So like, I think it's just such a perfect, like I said before, villain intro song. Like Tommy said, this villain intro episode. Um, it just, it just, it just came off perfectly to me. I don't know. It's just, and it's, it's. A, I think it's a good song. Like you guys don't seem to like it as a song, but like, I'm not like a huge show tune fan myself. But I think it's just so catchy. Um, the Super performance catchy. is great. Yeah, um, I, I don't like it. I disagree let, let, that there's not good lines. I think it's fun. Let I don't me know. let me rephrase that. It's not that I don't like it as a song. I don't like it, it as a song by itself. It is a good song. I, again, mm-hmm. I love every song on the soundtrack, but surrounded by all these songs that have different influences. Obviously, this is in the same vein like how the King. It's funny how you like this in the King. Um, you Uh-oh. like the external villains. I see, um, <laughs> but. Um, the same way the king was obviously supposed to be separate from the mm-hmm. rest of the play, this is obviously separate. And in that meld of songs, there's, there's thirty two songs that sound more hip hop ish that I like. Right. Yeah. Or or ballads. You had like straight ballads. up ballads. Yeah, yeah. I, I like yeah. I like straight up ballads. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Same same here, uh, Joe. And you know, no, yeah. And Kyle, I also appreciate the king. Uh, but I think his <laughs> kind of with Joe's point, where like how far away he felt from the rest of the play was like mm-hmm. refreshing. While this is like, I'm going to be in your face about how staunchly different I yeah. am. And, and for me, it's just like it put a bad taste in my mouth, which is probably the per- on purpose, right? It's, yeah. You know, oh yeah, it's 100 percent intentional. Yeah, 100 percent on on what the point is. But you know, I still don't like it. So that's kind of <laughs> <laughs> this is the see I like it more than him at least. This is the this is the verbal yeah. uh F your couch Rick James. Right, right, yeah, right. He's just stomping yeah, it's on that same couch. attitude. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh you have some nice rugs. Let me rub my dirty shoes on it. Let me tap <laughs> dance on it. Because I don't care about you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh well. Well, I knew I knew from a long time ago this was gonna this, this was gonna, gonna be, be way higher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that yeah, was revealed yeah. on a on a rewatch or yeah, two. Yeah, on a rewatch, yeah. you were like, wait, when you and uh, Yumio were going back and forth, I was like, I'm gonna be <laughs> silent not to give any <laughs> not to give any allusion to where I have this song. <laughs> All right, so okay, I guess we can move on then to talk about. Our historical nuggets. I, I did not have a transition. Knowing <laughs> history. Because history also shows history. The nuggets. They're on their way. Okay, so we are going to start with Joe. All right. So, my historical nugget for this week um, is called. Now. I don't remember what episode it was. I should, but I did a historical nugget on Lafayette once called the hero mm-hmm. of two worlds because he played such an integral part in the American revolution as well as the French revolution. So I wanted to, with his send off and Thomas Jefferson having connections to him and referencing him in this song, I wanted to do the hero of two worlds continued and uh, give a nice little button to Lafayette's, uh, place. So, Lafayette left Boston for France. Everybody came out of Boston. 
Uh, Harbor City, I guess. There's like two cities yeah, that everyone was, like, was from. <laughs> well, not a lot of port cities, obviously. Uh, Lafayette left Boston for France on December 18, 1781, where he was welcomed as a hero and he received and was received at the Palace of Versailles on January 22nd, 1782. He witnessed the birth of his daughter, whom he named Marie Antoinette. I don't know oh. the last name. Virgin? Virgin? Um, uh, upon Thomas Jefferson's recommendation. Hmm. He was promoted to Marichal de Camp, skipping numerous ranks, and he was made a Knight of the Order of St. Louis. Lafayette worked with Jefferson to establish trade agreements between the U.S. and France, which aimed to reduce America's debt to France. He joined the French Abolitionist Group Society of... Wait... He joined the French Abolition. Oh man, this beer's hitting me. Don't drink. Um, he joined the French Abolitionist Group Society of the Friends of the Blacks, which advocated the end of the slave trade and equal rights for free blacks. He urged the emancipation of slaves and their establishment as tenants, tenant farmers, in a 1783 letter to tenant uh, to Washington, who was a slave owner. Washington declined to free his slaves, though he expressed interest in the young man's ideas. And Lafayette purchased a plantation in French, not even going to try to say, Guiana? Guiana. Guiana? French Guiana? French Guiana? French Guiana? Guiana? I don't know. French Guiana. Uh, French Guiana. Okay. I got to have more confidence in some of these words. Uh, To house the project. Okay. So I'm going to freestyle this part. So he was then put to a commission um, by the king where they were going to vote on how to proceed with the government. And he was a noble. So he was part of the noble class. And then there was the clergy class. And then there was the common class. So the clergy and the nobles always voted alike. And the way they did it was you voted by a state. So. It's a two to one vote over what the common folks are going to do. He advocated for count per person. There's more commoners than there are nobles and clergy. So by doing that, he set up the National Assembly, which was France's version of the Continental Congress. The assembly continued to meet. And on a J- July 11th, 1789, Lafayette presented a draft of the Declaration of Rights of Men of Man and the Citizens to assemble written to the assembly written by himself in consolation with Thomas Jefferson. The next day after the after the dismissal of finance minister Jacques 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 Necker uh, he was seen <laughs> as a reformer who was seen as a reformer Lawyer uh, Camille De, Desmoulins, Desmoulins assemble between 700 and 1,000 armed insurgents. The king had the royal army under the Duke de Broguille surround Paris on July 14th. What? Okay. Uh, on July 14th, the fortress known as Bastille was stormed by the insurgents. Starting the French Revolution. Mm. All right. So they were revolting. 
they were revolting against their own government. It's yeah. almost like a okay. So that was going to be my question um, if you hadn't covered it. Yeah, he was within the government and then helped take down the government. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Mr. Lafayette, he... Uh, Lafayette, man, is a good stand-up guy. Stand-up guy. Pot. He stirs the, the, the pot. The It's potster. Absolutely. Okay. I believe mine is next. So I actually went a little off the beaten path here because I knew we were going to talk about Jefferson a lot. So I named this, who do I see when I step in the place? Because I went into what was James Madison up to this whole time? Because we just meet him in this song. So a lot of this is just summarized from Wikipedia. I just want to put that out there. Mine was as well. Exactly. So James Madison never saw battle in the Revolutionary War, but he rose to prominence in Virginia politics as a wartime leader. With the enactment of the Virginia Constitution, Madison became part of the Virginia House of Delegates, and he was subsequently elected to the Virginia Governor's Council of State. In that role, he became a close ally of Governor Thomas Jefferson. Madison served on the Council of State from 1777 to 79, and he was elected to the Second Continental Congress, the then governing body of the United States. Throughout the 1780s, Madison advocated for the reform of the Articles of Confederation. He became increasingly worried about the disunity of the states and the weaknesses of the central government after the end of the Revolutionary War in 1783. He believed that excessive democracy caused social decay and was particularly troubled by laws and legalized paper money, laws that (laughs) legalized paper money and denied diplomatic immunity to ambassadors from other countries. He was also profoundly concerned about the inability of Congress to capably conduct foreign policy and to protect American trade. As Madison wrote, a crisis had arrived which was to decide whether the American experiment was to be a blessing to the world or to blast forever the hopes which the Republican cause had inspired. So before the Constitutional Convention, Madison worked with other members of the Virginia delegation, especially Edmund Randolph and George Mason, to create and present the Virginia Plan. The Virginia Plan was an outline for a new federal constitution. It called for three branches of government, a bicameral Congress, consisting of the Senate and House, appointed by population, and a federal council of revision that would have the right to veto laws passed by Congress. Reflecting the centralization of power envisioned by Madison, the Virginia Plan granted the U.S. Senate the power to overturn any law passed by state governments. The plan did not explicitly lay out the structure of the executive branch, but Madison himself favored a single executive. Many delegates were surprised to learn that the plan called for the abrogation of the Articles of the Creation of the Articles of the Confederation and the creation of a new constitution to be ratified by special conventions in each state rather than by the state legislatures. So though the Virginia plan was an outline rather than a draft of a possible constitution, and though it was extensively changed during the debate, its use at the convention has led many to call Madison the father of the constitution. So this is all basically what happened uh, during... uh, Nonstop. <laughs> I blanked uh, for a second. Like, this was one week ago. Seems During, like a uh, yeah. James was so yeah, the father thing. of the Constitution, James yes. Madison. And uh, I'm trying to remember, was he a part of the Federalist Papers? Oh, yeah. He was uh, okay, I'm part of the 29. Okay. Yeah. 
John J. Madison was Major part of the Federalist Papers. So why yeah, did so him he and had, Hamilton not have better relationship? But I don't know. Because so, he was friends with Thomas Jefferson yeah. and Thomas Jefferson. And he was like, worried about the South. Obviously. The Virginians stick together, man. Yeah. Unless you're from UVA. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Tommy. Okay. What do you got? Okay. Uh, I, I, you know, would like to prepare everyone. This is a little bit lengthy, a little bit uh, uh, of a of a spiel, but I think it's going to be worth it at the end. Let's do it. Uh, I call this, I can't believe we are free. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, italicized underneath. The irony. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jefferson's relationship with his slaves and hypocrisy. Right? <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry guys. Uh, no problem. In modern American history, there's a rumor that while married, Thomas Jefferson fell in love with one of his slaves and loved them so deeply he was willing to grant them freedom upon his death. History reflects a much more grounded take of this relationship, or lack thereof, with Sally Hemings. And uh, the source for this is The Wolf by the Ears, Thomas Jefferson and Slavery by John Chester Miller. It was published in 1996. I'm sure there's more relevant stuff about this now, but they, they, they get pretty into it. Uh... Jefferson found it impossible to carry on a romantic or even a platonic friendship without constant letter writing. He wrote copiously and always seemed to keep record of every letter he wrote, every letter he sent, every letter he received, he kept a copy of. Similar to someone, you know, who the play might be by. One person, you know, uh, and uh, it's she, you know, Sally Hemings was apparently not illiterate was not literate. Uh, she did not teach her children how to read or write. Uh, and of course, if she couldn't read, the absence of letters makes sense, right? Never why would Jefferson write letters to someone who didn't know? But mm. you would have to, again, uh, critical thinking, right? If this was, you'd also have to suspend, you know, the understanding that like Thomas Jefferson, whenever he cared about someone, would go out of his way to like communicate verbosely and like, you know, voluminously. Like, he just loved to talk, of course, and talk about himself anyways. Uh, <laughs> you don't uh, say. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Madison Hemings asserted in a testimony, uh, Madison being the son of Sally, that okay. uh, his mother, Sally Hemings, told him, him, his brothers, and his sisters on her deathbed that they were the children of Thomas Jefferson and was going to guarantee their freedom. Uh, at the time... Uh, it, the the testimony seemed very heavily curated by the editor of the Republican, uh, which is his name is one second. I feel like I had it here, and now I can't find it. Uh, some some person. There was an editor. <laughs> the editor. <laughs> uh, 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 and um, yeah, the Pike County Republican was the the publication where. Uh, they said this. Uh, it seemed curated, and a lot of the quotes attributed to Madison were not were were, were not of, of those of someone who was illiterate. It was you know very much using words mm. that a, a literate person would use, and you're saying, "Oh no, this is a quote from this person." So it's it's very possible this is a little bit sensationalized, but this did indeed actually happen. Uh, mm. You know, uh, uh, taking the name Jefferson was common among his slaves. Uh, there's a, an Isaac Jefferson who's not related to the Hemings. And then, of course, like Madison and his brothers and sisters took the Jefferson name uh, after they were free. But uh, okay. uh, in at the time, it was very likely 
for this to just kind of be a play to increase your status, right? Um, I'm a I'm a slave who has nothing, more or less, when I when I when I'm granted freedom. But if if I were to say I'm the son of a former president, and there's only been three presidents, you know what I mean? Like I, I suddenly as my status skyrockets and I can do a whole lot more in, in the world. Uh, yeah. So, you know, it's very possible that was the ploy and, or, you know, a, a much more darker reality could be that it was a purely physical relationship that Thomas Jefferson had with this woman. And she was telling the truth and kind of, uh, went out of his way to, to maintain this facade. Uh, mm. Thomas Jefferson had like a vocal opposition to racial mixing and the rhetoric of moral upstanding and religious beliefs. Uh, there was also a Congo harem that he allegedly maintained in Monticello. So he more or less, uh, there are rumors running around where he had like a, uh, a brothel of sorts where he could just come in. And I think they called it the, uh, the Niger no the the Nigerian Venus is what they referred to like a black woman's uh you know parts uh, oh boy <laughs> kids yeah, yeah. To this. I'm sorry I'm sorry children <laughs> slavery is really hard terrible uh, it was a bad time yeah don't grow up and be slavers uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um but uh, uh, I say that to say uh you know uh. To, to give credence to Sally Hemings' story is, in effect, this is a quote directly from the book, is, in effect, to question the authenticity authenticity of Jefferson's faith and freedoms, the rights of man, and the innate controlling fa- faculty of reason and the sense of right and wrong. It is to infer that there were no principles to which he was in, in, inviolably committed. <laughs> uh, it, it, it looks like inviolably. Happens committed. to yeah, uh, that <laughs> that that what he acclaimed was as morality was nothing more than a rhetorical facade for self indulgence, and he was always prepared to make the exception in his own case when it suited his purpose. In short, uh, beneath his sanctimonious and and sententious exterior lay a thoroughly adaptive and amoral public figure, like so many of those of the present day. Right? It, it, he, if if Thomas Jefferson is the grandfather of you know american freedoms or like one of our founding fathers he's the founding father of american hypocrisy uh <laughs> in, in my humble yeah. humble opinion absolutely yeah. <laughs> sure I mean, stretches it out to more than just you yeah know. there's more there's more but you know he loved to pat himself on the back the most at least in hamilton uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh and hey and why uh, he's a villain exactly and uh and you know well, he's in a, virginia <laughs> and like Virginia Tech yeah somehow. we love Virginia Tech uh, exactly we all do except yeah, Chris yeah. Long uh, uh, and, and myself uh, my birth oh, yeah. name Chris Long gets a pass <laughs> and, and it's interesting right I kind of wanted to be on here because my birth name is uh, Thomas Jeffrey Myers which ah. is literally my gr- named after my grandfather whose name is Thomas Jefferson Myers who is named wow. after his grandfather wow. Thomas Jefferson so it's like Again, a lot, of, a lot of people in my family. <laughs> I have, on my mother's side, there's lots of people from Georgia, so it probably wasn't that. But on my father's side, it's Virginia adjacent. There's not been enough, a lot of record keeping because you know, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it's it, it's very possible that like my family yeah, like possible. adopted that Jefferson name to kind of like allow themselves to to be elevated in society and you know it it worked for some of the the older people from what i know about my history but yeah it's just it sucks 
But anyway, yeah. that's why I start off with negative. Yes. Hey, excellent work, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good deep dive. Yeah, it's something that's come out, not come out, but been more recognized, maybe even not in the past like 10 or 20 years about like just five like... five years. Well, maybe, it's, yeah. I was about to say, no, because... Um, <laughs> Sorry to cut you off, but I remember seeing a story like my memory sucks recently <laughs> where um, they added a uh, another wing to like if you go visit Monticello where it's directly like they built up the slave quarters and where mm. uh, also where he and Sally Hemings uh, basically had a home adjacent oh, right. to Monticello like there the, he there were the places where he would have the slaves and then where they would carry out their life together essentially so yeah yeah and also uh the song does name drop sally mm-hmm. yes um, it is intended to be sally hemmings about uh getting the letter from the president he's like sally be a lamb darling mm-hmm. won't you open it and i believe Sorry. sally um if i read it correctly uh when he was away in france paris whatever it is um <laughs> Sally went along with him to yes. uh, watch over his kids. Exactly. Uh, so, she, yeah. oh, wow. she, she was there with him. And so, again, it, it asks a lot more questions where it's like, what was your relationship with this woman if you, you know, vocally kind of oppose this stuff, but you felt comfortable bringing her with you? Was yeah. it, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's like, let's, actions speak louder. Yeah. What, what's, what's going on, Thomas? I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, out of the darkness of history, Kyle, take us. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, back to the musical because we're going to discuss our favorite lines. Uh, your favorite line. My favorite line. How do you pick one, right? And I think one of the sort of lines that resonates most with me is. Uh, as discussed, these are kind of lines slash bars. Might be sections, yes. but uh, Joe is up first. I am up first, and like I said, this was hard for me to pick a line because the song doesn't have a lot of punchy rap ish lines. It's more ethereal with its lines. It's information providing, is character building. So as far as that, if you don't mind. Draft a declaration, then I said I gotta go. I gotta be in Monticello. Now the work at home begins. Um, so I what, what I really wanted to do was uh, but that would have been too hipster of me. Was not even pick a line and just oh. take uh where the beginning part comes and then drops into the ah. Uh, um, yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. my favorite part of the entire song, honestly. It's good. Um, it's good. But yeah, no, I wanted to pick a line from that portion of the song where it still kind of had a bit of the hip hop flavor to it. Um, and I uh, helped uh, Lafayette draft a declaration that would motivate it to me to go seek out the information on Lafayette and found out he's a better man than Thomas Jefferson would ever be. Um, and uh, Monticello. Uh, it's a it's on the back of the nickel it's a historical landmark um right is it, uh, uh, mm, i don't want to give that up i was gonna say i have another line <laughs> i have another if you find this line i'll give you a dollar it was all back of the nickel like monticello um i almost mm-hmm. revealed who said it twice um but yeah uh anytime i hear that i always think of that so that's a connection point i've made in my head 
to that line specifically. So, South. Okay. Cool. Um, you sent me Tommy's line before. Are you sure he's not next? Is so I think mine's I, later. Yeah, you're right. He is next. Okay. All right. So I guess we'll hit that next song. I've been oh, fighting my. for the South alone. Where have you been, uh, France? Uh, we have to win. Yeah, great. It, I I I love uh, <laughs> <laughs> I I love James Madison's uh, interjection. Like it's just like such a. It feels like he matches the tone of the song more than Jefferson, <laughs> which is mm. weird to say, but it's like, oh, this is like great, like weighted and, and there's gravity here. And so, yeah, that's my favorite line. line. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it kind of um, it speaks to that. Um, everyone that's been back in America has been dealing with all this. Meanwhile, Jefferson's off on his own yeah. having fun in France. You know, he's Mine's like, he's like, look what's going on here. We're trying to build this government. Where have you been? He's like. France? Uh, <laughs> it's like it's the no. same thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm, happy, I love it. I'm happy that Thomas picked that line because that leads to two uh fun nuggets um that <laughs> really? I didn't want to reveal early. So the first one, Madison, the way like Tommy said, he has more of a gravitas. Um Oak said that when he uh was doing his character research for Madison, he found out that he was more of a quiet reserved character, so he brought that to the play. And then a very funny line, uh, not line, a very funny nugget was initially the uh, France was not in the play. That was really? ad-libbed by David Diggs <laughs> during one of uh, the run throughs. And then they were like, uh, let's just keep that in. <laughs> that's going in. They're that's like, going uh, in. that's funny. Let's keep that in. I love those. So, yeah. yeah. Love to be. Yeah, that's what happens when you do a play probably a million times. Yeah. Like you yeah. get so comfortable with it. Yeah. Yeah. When they were Lynn didn't write it down. Uh David ended up ad libbing it when they were uh workshopping it. And then they're like, Yeah, that's great. Let's keep that. <laughs> nice. So yeah. All right. Time for my life. I have my first cabinet meeting today. Yeah, I guess I better think of something to say. I'm already gone. I went with this one. There's a lot of examples of this. I just think it uh, encapsulates the cockiness of the character. Of just like, oh, cabinet meeting? I guess I'll think of something. Like, he's just like, eh, I'll just show up, see how it goes. No. Yeah, it's just, it. it's, the character's so fun, and I just love the portrayal and the decisions made for, for Jefferson are just perfect for me it's why it's four i mean I, i've said it a million times but yeah just that that attitude it, it i think it just represents the attitude of the character so well yeah the, uh, i was going to say that the personality <laughs> reflected in like david Diggs did a wonderful job performing this whole yeah thing. oh god yeah. if anybody and it could have been somebody else uh, but you guys will never know that because you guys don't have hulu but uh if anybody <laughs> was to portray this i don't know how uh it care because thomas jefferson as a character is essential to the second half of this play. If you don't mm-hmm. dislike him, then it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You have to, <laughs> the whole story, he yeah. has to be likable and dislikable at the same time. He has to be yeah. likable as David Diggs and hateable as Thomas Jefferson for the second half to work. And it yeah. is so executed perfectly. That's yeah. why it's and only 33 and not 41. Like Tommy. 
Yeah, I mean, look, this episode about this thing, so I'm going to continue to heap praises on it, but uh, I I feel how I feel. You like the play. Exactly. (laughs) Remember, it's always top 46. That's my goal line. Oh, it's top 46 for sure. Top 46. Top 46. There's no way way around it. Uh, Absolutely not. And and to me, uh, I don't know, it just struck this very interesting line uh, or like parallel to Hamilton and that like, Thomas Jefferson is Hamilton without the earnestness where it's like, I'm the smartest person in the room. I'm the most talented mm-hmm. person. I deserve mm-hmm. all of these things, but I don't have the earnestness of like an orphan. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, so it's like, it's very interesting to kind of have that. Yeah. It's like he Hamilton realizes, yeah. right. Hamilton realizes he has to work for it, but he knows he's destined for it. And Jefferson is just like, it's, it's mine. Yeah. I'm here. Everything like, I deserve, I want, like I you said, it. I deserve it. Yeah, it's, I fine. Want, it's mine. What, what yeah. are you talking about? Why do I have to Like fight? Hamilton works for the greatness. Jefferson's like, I'm already great. Mm-hmm. It's fine. <laughs> so now we will try verse and I'll start with Tommy this time. Oh, really? Uh, I, I suppose it's um, <laughs> the, the post chorus. <laughs> I don't know how to. It's it. Post chorus. Uh, uh, right. Shortly after the part that. Uh, after the what did I miss? Yeah, what did I miss? What did I miss? I says, Mr. Jefferson, welcome home. Mr. Jefferson, oh, Alexander yeah, Hamilton. Yeah. Mr. Jefferson, oh, welcome that home. Part. When George Washington gets into that like that very wonderful funny. vibrato with the company, I was like, oh my God. No, you my favorite even, part yeah. of that, uh, I wasn't even thinking about that. Good, good pick out. Um, my favorite part of that portion, I didn't realize it the first time, um, is... Uh, Washington's going for the handshake and then Hamilton cuts him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Jefferson's like, really? Is this the guy you're talking about? <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, the, sta- the staging of all that's it's incredible. Like, it's, okay, I see yeah. what you're talking about now. <laughs> Hamilton's like the new guy. He's like, nice to meet you. Yeah. Like playing it up. That is pretty funny. <laughs> that is a good, that's a good verse. That's true. I forgot. Yeah, Washington's right at the tail end of this. Yeah, yeah. I completely forgot about it. We've been <laughs> right. talking about the bulk of it. Well, you know, yeah, I, that, I didn't, th- that was also going to be my line at one point, but I was like, ah, I got to pick something in the song. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, same. And, and you know, I have to, again. It's my mission to draw all the attention away from Thomas Jefferson. So I'm pointing clearly everything That's I'm pointing true. to who is not him in this song. I love. No, no good point. Good point. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with a part that we have not talked about at all. I think I know Shockingly. what you're saying. I'm gonna go with the uh, the traditional burst setup. We there didn't even go. talk about we our guy. Didn't even say it, man. We didn't. The narrator not comes said back. His name once. Shout out to Leslie oh. Junior. Oh, for course. keying this up with the how the bastard orphan immigrant war vet, you know, unite the colonies to more debt. It's all, you ready for more? That yet? is. <laughs> I, I was also gonna cheat and pick a line from there, but I was like, no, this is Jefferson's song. I have to pick a Jefferson <laughs> oh. line. Um, wow. so I professional, my, a true yeah, professional. You know what? You know, they, they don't Pro. say it enough about me, honestly. Um, <laughs> we'll say it more. We'll say it some more. But um, yeah, shout out to Burr, always crushing it. Yeah, definitely. So I went with the part. <clears throat> that's after that first what did I miss course mm. we said there's a letter of, on the desk from the president haven't even put my bags down yet I just love the pace of this is so fun and it's just him I think these are like the best delivered lines the best written lines because mm. they're so snappy and they, they rhyme really well <coughs> sorry um, yeah it's just the, the snappiest Absolutely. part of the song it's just fun um, so that's really it but I like a lot of the parts so <laughs> yeah nice there you go uh, that's good um Say I want you to be a lamb, darling. Want you open it? 
Exactly. Is it the president? Is it the president? See, it's just so fun. It's 33, 40. I, I don't understand. Anyway. Uh, it's my top 46 all day. It's your top 40. It's in the top 40. Um, all right. Favorite character. I'll just get it out of the way. I picked Jefferson. Uh, Tommy did not. So who did you? Yeah. Uh, George Washington. <laughs> for, nice. For that, that, that church solo it just I was like, it's great it, it brought it brought me back to church i was like wow oh is this a gospel number yeah that's good <laughs> um since kyra you picked jefferson that's too <laughs> obvious i'm gonna go with hamilton for being that uh, uh i don't want to curse uh the new guy uh yeah being the new guy interrupting <laughs> the you know jefferson just got back home <clears throat> wants to say what's up to the president and jefferson, hamilton's like not so fast you gotta say hello to me first uh, <laughs> exactly. before you get to the big guy so yeah right all right this is gonna be an interesting one <laughs> um don't know who to start with i think i'll start with the guest <laughs> would this song work outside the play let me think it over really fast uh uh no <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't. I thought about it at least. I I had to I had Give to really thought. I had to really drink drink in the the song and then I was like no this the song is is too heavily reliant on uh I mean like if we're talking about outside of the play and like maybe a history classroom where we wanted to like talk about Thomas Jefferson for a day but if we're talking about strictly someone plays music and and this comes on a shuffle <laughs> no. Right. Yeah, we usually go in context and outside of context as far as the play goes. But how about like, is this one you'll listen to, or does do you skip it often because you don't like it that much? Like, uh, if you're listening back, if I am rewatching it, and I don't know if I mentioned how many times I watched it. I've watched. Oh it like, yeah, we did. Oh, that's to a ask. question. How many times yeah. have you watched the play? Uh, four point five, I guess. Four point five. It's yeah. about where I'm yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I. Uh, Maybe five and a half. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 I like to go back and like kind of watch like special, like certain just segments of the, the show. Mm, yeah, that like. that's the half. Yeah. 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 Uh, go back and watch parts. Mm-hmm. But like, do you listen, do you listen to the soundtrack a lot? Uh, like on its own? Sometimes it's mm, like, okay. I feel like the, the live performance songs I, I prefer a little bit more, but when mm-hmm. I, when I am just like, thirsty for just some deep sadness i will go straight to the soundtrack and be like okay. let me feel well, let me feel some feelings but for like feel the, some feels the, the high energy stuff i have to watch the live show that makes sense yeah, yeah. so it's uh, all on stage yeah uh what was i going to say but and all the times that i've watched it i've i've skipped it maybe once so but hmm. so it's not like i'm like straight up oh get this out of my face but it really is just right. like it might be when I go get some water, so like I might miss like a section. <laughs> it's on, yeah. It's like it's I'm like, refilling yeah, the popcorn. Yeah, yeah. I'll grab <laughs> something out back of the fridge. Yeah, yeah. Welcome home. Man. Still Welcome the intermission home. to me. Still the intermission. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah after intermission, he might not be back yet. Yeah, yeah. he's still not the, back in the room. Still the intermission. <laughs> <laughs> Extended intermission. Um, I I will say a soft nay. Um. I'd never skip, even though it's my third third, uh, top four. Uh, I never <laughs> skip it in my when chart I'm topper. listening. <laughs> I mean, bubbling up the charts. Uh, I never skip it when I'm listening to the soundtrack. But uh, if, if we if we're giving it to somebody who has not seen the play, and they're like, I I got one song to grab your attention. <laughs> about this show that I've, I've been talking to you about that is a hip hop 
Broadway musical, I, there's no way I can give this song to them. <laughs> They're going to be like, this sounds just like a regular musical. What, what are Instant you talking about? Instant car test fail. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, personally, I do enjoy listening back to it. Um, the David's performance, even just on the soundtrack alone, is still spectacular. Uh, it has the right energy, the pacing, but uh, lacks any great line to me. It's just a lot of like I said earlier, it's just a lot of <laughs> details dressed up. Well, might be surprising, but I got I do agree with you, Joe, as a soft nay, because yeah. in context with the play, I'm listening to it every time. I'm listening it to it on my own. Like I'll go pick it up and seek it out because it's in my head so much. But anyone without familiarity with the play this this is not going to work unless they're like a show tunes fan <laughs> and if they are they probably already have heard hamilton so <laughs> they're not gonna be surprised by this or anything but no i'm not playing this for anyone who doesn't know what hamilton <laughs> is <laughs> and definitely not as an example for the show uh for sure for sure okay smart man thank <laughs> you <laughs> What do we got for your thoughts and recap? All right, boys. Well, welcome to the recap, everybody. This is part of the show where I recap everything that the boys talked about of what I miss. Uh, Tommy felt that this was most the most musically of all the songs on the soundtrack. There's more <laughs> musical lily of it. Musical yes. Yeah, musically. <laughs> uh, this is basically about Jefferson coming back from France and be like, what the fuck I miss? Oh, sorry, children didn't mean to swear. Oh, too late. Um, Kyle put this so is like good. a villain intro for Jefferson, setting up the second act, being a braggadocious douche. Uh, for the historical nugget, Joe brought the hero of two worlds, talking about Lafayette and how he went to France and broke things in France. Uh, Kyle talked about James Madison. He never saw war, but rose in politics and was an ally to Jefferson and Virginia and all that stuff. And uh, Tommy brought in some stuff about uh, the history of, was it Sally? Son? Sally Hemings. Yeah. Sally Hemings. and. Jefferson and him being a hypocritical shithead. Sorry, children. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Doors already open. Doors already open. We earned our explicit tag this week, everybody. Uh, this would have, I kind of agree with Kyle here. I'm gonna have to put this in the top half because it's just half. so. Because you're a villain. I, I love Jefferson's villainy. It's like he's just love such a guy. smug prick when he's just like, yes. ah, I'm here, guys. I just, I'm just here to solve everything. So exactly. Yeah, the smugness is kind of what I liked about it. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. It's a fun song. Fair enough. Well, good song. Good record. We talked about a lot of numbers already, but it's time for everyone's favorite. I used to say I live my life a quarter mile at a time. We are the Tam haters of the brunch. Not time. Looks like you're running out of time. All right, this is where we. I give the guys the time. This how long the song is, and they rank it uh, chronologically. How nope. it, from <laughs> longest to shortest. We Every guess where time, it's ranked. It we guess where it's ranked from longest to shortest. Yes. Oh, for what I missed, the time is three minutes and fifty six seconds. Three fifty six. Okay. Tommy, feel free to send your own guess in as well. I, w- or, I will. Um, mm. Three fifty six. Three fifty six. I'm in. I'm in. I feel bad. Uh, I went too high. I went too high. I obviously went too high. Dang. Okay. Uh, for before he <laughs> reveals it, 
Uh, uh-huh. What's the scores again, Kyle? Oh, uh, Joe has 12. After the first half, I have 12. I have 8. He has 8. And we have 3 ties. 3 ties. 3 ties. 23. 20. All right, Farzad. Tracks All right, up. well, this is actually kind of interesting. Ooh. We got a... Uh, the numbers that we have are 11, 11, and 19. <laughs> the correct wow. answer being 15. Wow. So, so I think that's a tie. Because yeah. t- I was 19. You were 19? So you guys were both 11. Oh, man. So Joe's 11, I'm 19. That's four away on both sides yeah. of the Oh, yeah. wow. My goodness. Um, I was very time. close to sending 20, which would have given you the win. I was very close. I was going to put like 15, but I was like, yeah, once four he minutes. said 350, I was like, okay. Yeah, this I thought it was higher. over four. I thought it was over I, four. It feels over four. It definitely uh, draw <laughs> num- oh, so, Draw know, number four. Mm-hmm. What's that? Since, you know, it, it definitely uh, feels like it, it goes on for way longer than it should. Feels like a uh, bit of a drag. Yeah. <laughs> kind of disagree there. Feels like a bit of a drag sometimes. Kind of disagree yeah. there. <laughs> anyway. We heard comments from one company member, but do we have more? We believe weird comments. Some comments. Go on social media and read the comments. We got comments from the company. Yumiel one on Instagram said, Happy New Year's, fellas. I like how y'all strategize from the onset, the outset, to coordinate the new year with the start of Act Two. Now for what I miss. Uh is it what I miss or what did I miss? What did what did like apostrophe? What did what did I miss? I just feel like wood. Always, always, okay. What? Well, it's, it's kind of pronounced <laughs> like what? What I miss? Yeah, what I miss? Yeah. <laughs> See, but he on the song he says, "What did I?" Miss? Very good. Uh, now for what I miss. What did I? Miss? <laughs> 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 Love to see throughout this masterpiece of a play, but for this song, you ain't miss much. That's why it's ranked forty-four. It's not moving wow. up either. Should have stayed in France a you little bit longer with this one. I thought he was on my side. Wow. Man, that was a, that was a thorough. Wow. Thorough browbeating. 44. As a man of people, I, I uh, love that other people agree with me. Uh, <laughs> well, not this company. Not I this. never know where Yumi is going to uh, be. So. Big Smo, a.k.a. Big Smeezy, on Discord <laughs> says, Great song, my man, and she has it ranked Ten. Mm. He has a rank ten. Um, ten. PCG, Jeez. now known as PCG, new member of the Discord. Huge shout out. Um, Huge shout out. I'm. I know. I'm only inviting abuse, but this is among my least favorite songs. Easy bottom five. Though David is my second favorite performer. Well, he was wrong because uh, <laughs> it seems everyone but me and Snow does That's not really like this song. So some, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Well, far as that's yeah, I was asking what you mean. I see what but yeah, this is uh, this is someone I know. He just started listening or just started catching up with it and joined uh, the company, uh, part of the Discord in the past week or so, or maybe two weeks. But we had argued about this song before because I love it. He thought it was just like so out of place that it doesn't work. Mm. And uh, it seems to be. I think it be... works, but I definitely think it's out of place. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, Joe's more towards that end. Just thinks Yumio and Tommy are on the more on uh, yeah, they're on an extreme <laughs> shaggy side, PCG yeah, side. Very yeah. Uh, also, oh well, it's, it's divisive. It's, it's, it's not, a divisive, divisive song. It's not in there. Greg didn't put a comment, but we know Greg is not a fan of this one. No, absolutely. You no, know, this is definitely bottom <laughs> half for produ- ex producer Greg. Ex producer Greg does not like this for probably multiple reasons. Many of them, myriad, which we some of them we will not bring up. Some of them absurd. I can never understand. Does I will not never make sense. Understand. <laughs> does he have like a, a very public feud with the V Diggs? Basically, basically. <laughs> I don't know if it's a public feud, yeah, but he's just. Maybe it's a private feud. It's a feud nonetheless. It's a one-way feud. I don't think David knows who El Greg is. Look at that curl pattern. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Uh, If you want to leave your comments for the company, you can do so on Twitter or Instagram. Um, at who does a pod. Also, you can join our Discord via our pinned tweet on Twitter. Uh, Obviously, because it's a tweet. Um, And join the company. Um, So, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, also, check out anewlow.co. We are on the Anulo network. We have a lot of great shows that some of us are on also. Uh, so just go there for all the links to those. Also, link to the Discord in case you missed it there. Um, also, a link to our Tom, merch page. Oh, Sorry. Oh, we did not mention the merch. Yes. Yeah. Go to wdap.anewlow.co to get a um, link to our merch store. A lot of great shirts there, a lot of different colors. Uh, logo for our show company member stuff um tommy anything you want to plug any social needs uh i am tommy asterisk on all platforms uh except reddit because i don't know how to use it and uh, <laughs> you're not alone uh, i don't understand that thing. i mean it's very confusing it's, I, I love forums when in my younger days but then the internet became way more user-friendly and they had like more flashy buttons anyways <laughs> <laughs> tommy asterisk on all platforms you can just like nice if you google it i'm sure it'll come up and uh i'm really happy about brand recognition because i'm looking for a new job baby and <laughs> so they'll see all the wild stuff i tweet <laughs> <laughs> he's a uh, wild uh, one how about you farza anything you want to put not really but a new low doco <laughs> All right. Great job. Once again, thank you very much, Tommy. Excellent job. Oh, Joe has stuff to plug. But I also want to thank Tommy and Joe. We can thank Tommy when it's time to be thanked. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Joe Dorfer (laughs) on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, My hip hop album TV by headphone Joe. No, oh, no, E in the phone portion. Um, And listen to everything I do for this network. I am the backbone of this network. Oh, my. Getting brazen in the new year. <laughs> well, you are the one with the most shows, I mean, so it's hard to argue. I mean. uh, sorry about that, Joe. But yes, Tommy, thank you for guessing. Thank Excellent you, work. Tommy. Thank you. And Happy to have you. You know, I, um, I just want to thank uh, Joe specifically for doing the most work. Uh, thank you. Thank for you. the new low uh, podcast network, you personally. I'm happy to be seen. <laughs> yeah. I want to take some of my time and give it to this gentleman, so... Oh my, what a gift. I paid him Excellent. for that. Thank you. We checked yeah. Wow. Oh, thank you. I, I'm checking Venmo as we speak. It's less than the stimulus. I'm a cat. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That has been the opening number for Act Two. My name is Kyle. And I've been here with. Come on, Farzad. You got to be. There we go. 
His right I hand man. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> <laughs>